to everybody tonight. I think it's important to actually spend time conversing in the Word tonight and looking at some things that happen over the time and when, when we have been a part of a family, a part of a church for a while. There are things that can happen. Or even if you haven't been a part of the nation family for a while, let's look at you being a part of church culture because no matter how much we want to then go against religion, it was so powerful that it created a culture. So over the weekend, I had a call and on the call, the, the gentleman that was speaking, I'll just call him a gentleman just to not highlight his name, um, was actually saying that he was praying in church for his people. And when he was praying in church for his people, <laughs> he was saying that they will receive an alert in their account this week. Yeah. What an alert. You know, it must be narrow then, because it's only narrow that alerts you when you have money in your account. But he was praying for them that they will receive an alert in their account um, this week. And I actually discovered that what happens at that point is there are certain things that have been said by certain people the culture has become so strong that certain other people just pick it up and pronounce it in their churches. But there was a there was a kind of people that I want everybody listening to what I'm saying tonight to become. These kind of people were called the Berian Christians. These Berian Christians, they could not just accept what the Apostle Paul was saying because they didn't just want to accept what a man delivered to them, they wanted to become it. So if a man was saying to them that you will be a nation taker, they weren't just going to accept that, yes, that's what God wants for us. They wanted to do a research to be able to now be able to enter into what God had proclaimed over their lives. Good evening, Pastor obi Yaka, I see you. So how do you get into that flow? How do you get into that system? First of all, you must determine in your mind that anything less than nations, you will not be satisfied with. Can I just start on that point? Anything less than nations. And can I be very real with you tonight? I, I look at the, the, the things that men live for. Some people, they, they live, live, work, 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 and then they get themselves on the property ladder. They finally get their mortgage. They, you know, the generation, our generation right now, you know, the popular picture is keys. So you put keys on your Instagram and say, I just got the keys to my first house. But I'm just looking at that and then I'm thinking that is a debt that you've incurred for the rest of your life that at the point of death will mean nothing to you. You don't think about your house at the point of death. Can I tell you what I think people think about at the point of death? Their impact. You know, why do I feel I'm qualified to talk about the point of death? Because going to prison is death. And let me tell you the truth. Imagine being wiped off the planet, actually excommunicated from social, any social activity and any form of civilization. The only civilization you have are children 
that have become adults, how they become adults in age, but children in mind. And you're now, you're now in a survival jungle. It's the same system on the outside. It's just that they put us, they had put us in cages. Even on the outside, people enter into this survival race. And that's why I want to talk to you tonight to be able to determine in your heart and settle it in your heart now that you must have a picture and a configuration of what nations look like in your heart and in your mind. So for me, as we talk about this conversation tonight, I actually have to then begin to debunk certain things for you. Not only have I been on the side of death, I think I'm on the side of life as well. I remember the word explosion where we did from death to life. You know, from death to life, when the anointing comes over you, you watch yourself back, you say, but, but why? Why did you, why are you doing this? What's going on? You know, like some chiropractor, you just... So, but being on both sides of the scale, just like some of you are on both sides of the scale, you realize something. Number one, um, people say that money doesn't make people happy. Let me tell you, they're lying. Money makes people very happy, okay? You know why? Because money gives people options. The production of options is what makes you happy. So money makes people happy. Anybody that tells you that money doesn't make people happy is, is actually, they've not had money. Let me just put it that way. Or they don't know what to do with money. Just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you know what to do with it. And just because you have little money doesn't, know what you, doesn't mean you know what to do with it either. So I've seen both sides of the scale. I've seen blessed people. I've seen people who seemingly are the success of a generation. I've seen them. I've, I've sat down in meetings with them. I've seen people who have cleared millions of pounds before. And these are people that we say, you know, when you get up in a circle, you say, these men are gone. So they, where are they gone? They're not gone anywhere. Because they don't know what to do with that money. Do you know that? And I want to get there tonight. Why I said you must determine to be a part of the conversation when it comes to nations. And I want to still continue what we've been talking about. Is because as powerful as money is, right? You see Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, uh, Mark Cuban, um, all these people that are Forbes declared billionaires. Do you know where they spend most of their time? They spend it in Washington, D.C. Why? They've got to lobby with people who have power. Do you know why? Because one policy can change their whole business. Do you hear that tonight? One policy can change how much money they make. Some people have to push through and actually begin to realize that it's not just about how much money you have, it's how you use the money you have. So I'm sure any successful man right now puts money aside to be able to lobby because he's got to use his money to fight through for his policies. I 
hope you understand the drift of what I'm trying to say to you. He's got to use his wealth to actually get into the places of power so that the policies he needs for his own business, the policies we need for young people in order to transit people from poverty to prosperity comes, first of all, by the fact that we, we are backed by spiritual power, but then the transition into economic power is to get us to political power. So as we push for economic power, it is so that we can get into political power in the end. Because if men will spend their life sitting in the place of politics because they know that one man's policy, one committee or senate's reg regulation can change and affect the business for the rest of their lives. Why is it difficult for young men to rise, especially in the UK, the regulations that exist. It is not that men are not entrepreneurial in nature. Men are entrepreneurial in nature, but you see the UK has set up their system. So what God is trying to use us to do is to set up a system that we can use around the globe. That is why he has taught us, first of all, to be able to sit in a room like this, but reach the whole nation. So if I take it back to the individual life and actually speak to you about your own individualism as it was spoken about by pastor abba she said don't go for individualism go for community but why do we need to go for community because your rise is already got a whole system against it i'm sorry to have to be the one to then come as a freedom fighter to tell you that this system does not cater for your rise this system does not cater for your family but what do you have to do? You have to be able to find a kingdom that most men do not look for. But it takes a special kind of heart to be able to dig scriptures like we found out yesterday and begin to carry out justice in order for men to begin to rise from the hardest of places. You know, I was sharing with some of the brothers and the sisters the other day. Um, we have an ability, we, we do, before we want to work with a company or we want to work with an individual, we credit check them, right? You know what the credit check will come back and say, just in case you don't know? It will say, this person's address is registered at so, so, and so. The lowest band, right, of income. So, you see when they didn't give you that credit card? Because... <laughs> It's not the fact that you said, oh, well, I haven't really done anything with my credit. You don't have none. They don't credit where you come from. <laughs> they don't give credit from where you come from. You are from the, what does it say, the lowest average income. It's something mad along those lines. So already before you start, the place that you were born has already put you at a disadvantage. So the color of your skin has already put you at a disadvantage. Said, well, um, UK is a, is a city that accepts all people. I agree. It does. But it accepts all people as long as they remain in certain places. And that's not me attacking the system. That's me actually giving you a call to arms. Not a call to violence. A call to fight extra hard for those things that have been entrusted into your hand. That's why I said I want to talk to you about instrument now. When the scriptures came, the scriptures came to move us from mortality to immortality. You're going to have to find the scripture that says, to whom the word of the Lord came, 
were they not gods? The scriptures came to move us from mortality to immortality to make us from mere mortals to being like God. What did God do? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And what did he do? He created a system for men to live in. So if I have leaders around me, if I am a leader, I must be able to create an economic system that men can live in. And let me tell you something. If he's going to create a new heaven and a new earth, it is not going to come without a war. Just like your own life, if you're going to create a system that men can exist in, both people and resources can exist in, then it is not going to come without a war. Sometimes you're going to start off as friends with bankers, then you go to war with them. That's how it works. So not everybody will be our friend for long because there is only one agenda and it is nations. Until we sit at the helm of nations, we will not stop fighting. And that is the conviction that God wants to put in your soul. Sometimes what happens to a man is that along the way, he gets a girlfriend and that girl begins to distract him from the major goal. And God says, if that's your price to buy you out, then so be it. I'm not angry, but what I'm looking for tonight is a son. A son that I can actually send to the nations and he can do my bidding. I can form him into an instrument. So let me slow down. Let's read some scriptures tonight because you can tell already that what God wants to do with us tonight is to shape our mind. What God wants to do with us over the next three months is to shape our mind by March 2022, Hope 2022. Yes, the registration of souls and the registration of resources but he also expects us to leave having understood clearly our pathway into the nations because P.T. taught us yesterday what the Holy Spirit is given for. He taught us that the Spirit comes so that we can proclaim justice to the nations. Now I have to figure out, number one, am I a product of justice? Number two, where am I positioned in order to bring justice to the nations? But let's start with this. John 10 from verse Go for it. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. That's right. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. That's right. For which of those works do you stone me? Listen, good works are not rewarded with good reactions. Please stop expecting the things that you do that are good to be rewarded with people reacting well. Most good works got Jesus to a point where he was stoned where he wanted they wanted to stone him because remember people do not really care about the impact they care about the style it was done in so when nation family comes what happens usually is because our style is unconventional because our expression is different I was looking today there was a video and I, I, every time I see a video I watch it but then I would delete the person that posted it because it was a video of a pastor and the pastor was saying that don't go and get a girlfriend that is, uh, don't, girls don't go and get a guy that is going to, whatever. I don't even know what he was saying, but he was shouting loudly. And, and at that point, I just realized I would never be in a church where the pastor doesn't know about money. Never. That, I'm going to give in to a pastor that doesn't know about money. He will use, anyway, 
Let me not go into a zone that I'm not, not even trying to get in tonight. It says, many good works I have shown you from my father. For which of these works do you stone me? So every time you see a life change, it is, it is only bringing you towards stoning. It's not actually bringing you towards recognition. But remember I told you that if you're going to actually get towards the nations, it is going to be a war. It is going to be a fight. And most times it is people that want to advance against you. Because your good works are the things that are helping you advance towards them. So we stay doing our good works and they stay finding a place to try and stone us in. But it won't happen simply because the good works and, and the way you are framed and formed will, meet, will, will, will actually elevate you above those that would want to stone. It is low people. People that belong to an old religious order. They cannot understand why you do the things you do they can't also understand the reaction you get from people that were once not being not able to be reached the back nation reaches the unreachable there are people in our dms and and in our in our messages and in our comments that want to come and say i have no choice but to come because i've seen a peace and be raised by a pt or a or a whoever be raised by a whoever and those are the things that happen. We reach the unreachable. We reach the people that people have ignored and have cast from society. Once upon a time, we were the exiles. Now, from being the exiles, we are the people that people are excited about. It is something that happens in the order of God when he has chosen his servant. And that doesn't make you excited. It Actually, it humbles you. It humbles you to know that you're an inspiration to the world and the nations are looking at you. And that now means that, I tell you, you, you will become more and more conscious when you know that eyes are on you simply because you're not caring about how you react to things. You're caring about the fact that there are some people that the Father has selected that are watching you right now and if you can stay alive if you can keep your brothers and your sisters alive if you can unify more and bond more then you know that something is about to break out in the nations that even you cannot describe so he says for which of those good works do you stone me and verse 33 says what the jews answered him uh -huh. saying for a good work we do not stone you yeah. but for blasphemy for the style it's for the style that you have done this work in. Some of the things you say are mad. So sometimes you will come and say, why does a woman need to be healed for? What's she going, what's she walking into? You want to make her walk. She was in a wheelchair. Now you want to make her walk, but you're going to make her walk into poverty. So it says, we don't stone you for the work you do. We stone you because of blasphemy, the way you do that work. Don't be a pastor and do what you're doing. But you see the style. What makes God say we are his chosen ones is because we recognize the gift of God over our lives. So he said, but for blasphemy and because you being a man, yeah. make yourself God. He said, you being a man, make yourself God. But then what happens after? Jesus answered, uh -huh. is it not written in your law? Yeah. I said, you are God. He said, is it not written? So remember the point. That the reason why the word comes is to switch you from mortality to immortality. 
does it not say that in your scriptures, in the scriptures that the religious order quote, that we are God? So if we are God, why have we been living in the most impoverished areas? Why have our communities been struck down? Why do our young men go to prison? Why are our, is our culture so backward? Why, do, why are our parents, our ancestors afraid of everything? Why did we not create a system? Why? If it is written in your law that we are gods, then what are we gods to do? But Jesus will answer now. If he called them gods, yeah. to whom the word of God came mm -hmm. and the scripture cannot be broken. He called them gods to whom the word of God came. So the reason why the word came is to transit us from death to life. I'm not going to do no acrobatic tonight. So the first mission that a person the first mission that a person that wants to do something through somebody must embark on is to make that person into an instrument. I want to talk to you sincerely tonight because I think we live in a world where people try to carry out assignments they were not formed for. People want to become instruments they were not shaped into. But if God is going to reach the nations, because remember this, the gospel, in fact, let's do a, a reminder. The gospel is a work to reach the nations. So let's look at this quickly. Um, Galatians chapter 3. Let's remind ourselves of scriptures because when we say, what is the gospel? You say what? Let's do the reminder. Let's do the reminder, okay? You see what I'm saying? Damn, church. They said good news. Someone said, what is the gospel? He said the good news. They said to, to spread healing all over the world. Let's just read it. Are you ready? Galatians chapter 3. Let's go for it. And um, let's do verse 7. Hmm. Understand then uh -huh. that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Yeah. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith mm -hmm. and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. Saying, all nations will be blessed through you. The work of the gospel is nations. So until you get to a point where you have settled in your heart that I will be rich, but it is to economically empower the policies I believe in. That's what wealth is for. The Bible talks about a poor man that roams a city, has wisdom, but his voice is not heard. Can we do this tonight? It's, a, it's Ecclesiastes. It says the man, the, the poor man speaks aloud in the city. I'm going to come back to all nations will be blessed through you. 
you must understand because you see the thing about and <laughs> I don't want to say this because it's going to be contradictory I don't totally believe what I'm about to say but I also do believe it a bit so I'm a bit double minded on this and it's not good to be double minded there's only after you bought car after you've lived in the nicest of houses, after you've worn drip tire to your swimming pool, what again? What again will you do after you've worn all kind of color wig, done all kind of color hair? What again? Where to from here? Do you know if you go really mad, then it start, it's starting, because you're looking for excitement, you start to dye your hair and do mad stuff because you're looking for excitement. But you see, after you've done all of those things, and those things, please, I am not announcing that those things are wrong. I'm just saying that there is a limit to what excites the body. Except but there's one thing on the inside of you that keeps you alive. So I'm now realizing, even though we do spend, spending is not what excites me. What ex and saving doesn't excite me either. What excites me is the call to nations. The call of sitting down and speaking a word to a Pastor Trendy or a Pastor Connor or a Pastor Kunle. It, that's what excites me. I realize that after all is said and done, after all the business has been done, there is an exciting point for me. And it's being able to discover and decode the word more and seeing our lives advance and move more and more towards the nations. Seeing doors break open. open. And you see when we then come on Wealth Nation on a Saturday, making more millionaires. That's what excites me. Seeing the whole team rich excites me. I don't know. Seeing some of our people walk through the baddest political doors excites me. It, to know the story of odds, how we overcame the odds excites me. These are the things that are exciting. But you see, overcoming the odds cannot happen without mental toughness and people who are willing to put their resources where their mouth is. You see, at that point, every loss does not matter to you anymore because it was, it was not what you were trying to gain in the first place. Sometimes people can put their eyes on the guys on the street and they want to be like those guys. And I'm saying to you that those guys have no value. At the time of death, what you're looking at was the instrument you became in order to leave impact in the world. I want to know that we set a house for generations to establish. That's what I want to know. So if I hear that one of the brothers or one of the sisters just sold a madness, that is what excites me. That's what I'm enthusiastic about. But we'll get there. Go for it. Ecclesiastes 9 from 13. I also saw under the sun this example of wisdom uh, that greatly impressed me. Go for it. There was once a small city with only a few people in it. And a powerful king came against it, surrounded it, and built huge siege works against it. Now there lived in that city a man poor but wise. A man what? But? Damn. And? And he saved the city by his wisdom. He 
saved the city by his wisdom, but... But nobody remembered that poor man. Just... <laughs> he saved the city. But nobody remembers the poor man. You know the reason... Can I say this tonight? Do you know the reason why some of you don't... You know your parents are asking you to quote them, been asking, been asking, you don't remember them. End of story. What does it say, verse 16? So I said, uh-huh. wisdom is better than strength, uh-huh. but the poor man's wisdom is despised. He said, it is better than strength. You see, it is better than the person that goes to work and does what they need to do. But the poor man's wisdom will be despised. So have wisdom, have money. Two different things. Imagine the scriptures separate wisdom from money here. Be able to have economic power and be able to be wise. So you can have wisdom, but let me tell you, nobody will listen to you. The poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are no longer heeded. And his words are no longer heeded in the book of leadership. This is important. So that you don't start shouting on people because they don't do what you say. People will no longer heed that which does not look like it is progressing. Can we just be honest with ourselves? Said, oh, well, I'm spiritual. I pray. Said, nobody cares about your prayer. You know why? Because, oh my days, I heard the funniest thing the other day. Some of these things I can't say the way I want to say them because it's from people very close. So I didn't finish the story on the alert thing. So he said, I was praying it. I was praying it. And then all of a sudden, there was a letter in my own account. I sent the money, by the way. It wasn't, it wasn't. And he said, so God actually answers prayers. I said, this is a pastor that has been preaching to his people. The man is just saying stuff. He knows nothing is going to happen. But he's just saying it. But guess what? Even the people are no longer heeding the words. Everybody just shows up. (laughs) Then there's another side where success looks or success or results intimidate people. But let's finish the scripture. Go for it. The quiet words of the wise oh. are more to be heeded yeah. than the shouts of a ruler of fools. Go for it. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Uh-huh. But one sinner destroys much good. So you see why I have to talk about instruments tonight. Did you see that scripture? It says wisdom is better than weapons of war. So what God is trying to make you into is a weapon of wisdom, not a weapon of war. Because he says, if you become a weapon of war, guess what happens to weapons of war? They are used and used until they become dull. Then they get moved to the side. There's only so much a man can do. There's only so much bullets a man can put in the chamber, Pastor Kunle. But wisdom is better than weapons of war. So he says that if you want a man to truly be a weapon, train him in the school of wisdom. 
Wisdom is the principal thing the scripture says. If you want to issue justice to the world, train, take a group of men and put them in the school of wisdom. What is the nation? The wisdom school. It is a school in which men are trained to become better than weapons of war because if they become better than weapons of war, then the weapons of war that men have will be rendered useless. So man can come up with stones, but if a man comes up against the stone with wisdom, then the man with the stone is subdued by the man with wisdom. So you take the young men around you and you put them in the school of wisdom. You teach them about before you entrust a man with a thing, you check the price he has paid. These are the wisdoms that we learned that made us better at taking the streets than the people who were in the streets themselves. This is what made us better that at taking the banks than the financial institutions. Don't be a cashier. You know what a cashier is? It's people who count a lot of money but don't make any. Isn't that a cashier? I don't know how people do it. My blood is wired differently, you know. I'm sorry, I have, I've never worked in a bank, so I can say this freely. If you put me in a bank, I will make that whole cashier floor a new system. But we would have made the bank profit as well. All of you people that work in cashier, please don't try it. Go for it. You want to read something? CEV says, uh -huh. Wisdom is more powerful than weapons. Yet one mistake can destroy all the good you have done. So I taught the guys the other day. And now this is just a side note. I said to them, you see the issue, right? You know why focus is vital? Life is not made up of many good days. It's what you are attacked and judged on is the one wrong day you have. So, you know, when people say it's not fair, I've done this, I've done that, I've done that. Nobody is actually going to, again, this is leadership conversation, right? So, nobody is going to judge you on the many right days you have. People will judge you on the one wrong day you had. I was teaching that to some, some of the ladies. I was saying, listen, it only takes one wrong day to get pregnant. Only one. You can't never tell your child that you had a wrong day. You won't know. It's the child you love. But it's one wrong day. So I taught them the other day. I said, listen. You can have 364 right days. But you see what attention and maturity does. Is it makes you have 365. That's what the school of wisdom would do. That's why it says wisdom is better than weapons of war but one mistake destroys a whole series of good let's finish this 19 or you unless you want to read something else oh that's the end back to Galatians chapter 3 yeah and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith yeah Preach the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. What is the gospel? Now we're on one page. The assignment of a man 
he wants to do something. Listen to this. He wants to do something through a minister, Michael Mobwete. Is to first of all look at Michael Mobwete and make him into an instrument. You cannot send what you have not formed. You cannot send what you have not shaped. So people want to be millionaires, but they haven't been formed into it. They want to be billionaires, but they haven't been formed into it. You know, many people skip the forming process. They skip that process because they have desire, but they don't want to go through design. They, wanna, they don't want to go through the design. And sometimes the design actually means that you have to sit in a place. You know, when your leader was saying, sit, 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 sit. I remember I used to tell one young lady, sit down. Now, you will be running all around the world trying to become what you haven't been formed into. You can never be what you have not been formed into. It's not possible. The more we grow, you know, there are certain levels we want to be at, but we know we're not in that shape. The other day I told you, I said to you, that I don't think I have the wisdom for what I'm trying to do yet. So guess what? At that point, I retreat. I soak in the word. I soak in leadership until it shapes and forms me into what I need to be. You know the hardest thing for a man to actually understand is that you are not what you're trying to be. That's a difficult thing to say to yourself. You're looking for more money, but you don't look like more money. So heavens cannot allow that channel to flow to you because you still haven't clocked one or two things that you need to clock. I realize whenever in the school of business, I lead a team of 33 staffs. In that school of business, and that's just staff, not to talk about other individuals whom I have business relationship with, but in that school of business, when I sit those 33 staff down and I begin to teach them about business through the word, I tell them, most times, if you want to achieve something, the only thing you need to do is mature a little bit more and you will begin to see things that you didn't see before. A little, your, the difference between 10 and 100K is just the way somebody sees things. So when the scriptures said to Abraham, all nations shall be blessed through you, guess what it happened to Abraham? He sold things differently to his father, to his family, to the culture he was coming from. Now, you may think that what is restricting you is strength. It's not. It's wisdom. Most times what we do is we start a journey, but we don't know the conclusion. Have you started creating something? Can somebody comes to you and says, what are you making? And you say, I don't know, but we'll see how this goes. That's how we live our lives. And what's your financial target? I don't know. I'm just seeing how the business goes. But I was sharing with, again, with the business team today. We first of all set the financial target. Then we come back to do the business. Because the financial target is the conclusion of why we started doing the business in the first place. I don't do the business according to my resources. I do the business according to my target. I know some of you need to write that down. So this is how much I made this month. I said, because you didn't have how much you wanted to make this month. I hope you can spot that difference. 
The definition of wisdom, sir. Uh-huh. The right use or exercise of knowledge. The best means to accomplish laudable ends. The best means, I like that one, to accomplish laudable ends. So if my financial target is 100K, now I look for the best means to accomplish that laudable end. I don't sit down on my heart and you know people substitute, substitute prayer for wisdom. And I'm saying to you, no, in the place of prayer, I was actually just getting my heart ready to receive God's wisdom. So he says it is the best means. The, the way that I would look at things will be different because I know the end goal. God knew what he wanted to create. Then he started making. He went to the dust because he knew he wanted to form man. And he knew that the dust would be the best instrument to form the body of man. Then he also knew that he would introduce the component called the breath of life. He would give man understanding. So you see later in the scripture, the scriptures will tell us how God built the heaven and the earth. You have to look for it by wisdom. Sorry, I, you know what? I never intended to preach about wisdom at all, but let me go with this because this is sounding cute. So it says by wisdom, God created. So I'm looking at my life and realizing that the conclusion, I would know it if there was just a bit more of a download of wisdom. So you have to understand what a national is. It is wisdom walking on earth. And I'm going to get to a place where we talk about Christ because you will think, does this miss out Christ? No, it doesn't. It actually includes Christ. Where we're walking to is Christ on earth. But what is the manifestation of Christ? It's wisdom. The highest level of power on earth is wisdom. Ability to face systems and overcome them. Just like David did Goliath. Wisdom. Goliath was a system. It was a system that the Philistines brought out every time they had opponents. And what David was able to do was be able to create an instrument useful enough to overcome this system. So what I'm challenging the Connect family and all the families to do is create instruments useful enough to overcome the systems that continuously oppose us. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Because along the journey, along the way, until Abba turns herself into a banking instrument, not a bank guarantee, a banking instrument, she has to understand that what God is trying to do with her life is create an instrument useful enough. Have you found that scripture for me? Go for it. By wisdom, Uh the Lord laid the earth's foundation. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations, it was, he, he understood the components and ingredients needed in order to make a Pastor Kwame a millionaire. How does, how does a Pastor Kwame or a Pastor Abba turn a Jessica Akka into a, into a hundred thousand pound sower? Wisdom. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundations. This, I'm still going to be here because I need to actually talk to you about how you lay foundations for nations. It is wisdom. You can't lay foundations until wisdom has come into play. Wisdom is like the 12th man. You know, when you go to football stages, uh, stadiums and you watch football matches, they talk about the 12th man being the crowd. But unfortunately for us, it's not that in the place of in the place of God's school of nations. What is the 12th man? Wisdom. By wisdom. Just find me different translations on by wisdom. So you want to lay the foundation of a mighty economic revival. 
wisdom. <laughs> By wisdom, go for it. Using his wisdom, uh-huh. the Lord made the earth. He said, using the instrument. So, let me tell you another thing. This is not the case, but let me still stick with that example. Pastor Abba can be a banking instrument. She was always designing. She was always designed to be a banking instrument, but you see she may not be useful. Usefulness comes when you've been shaped. So many people, like I said already, have desire without design. I look, there was a video Nation Family posted today. I had to get it and put it on my story. I look at what a man made of my life. Or what God made of my life for a man. Let me satisfy the religious guy. It takes wisdom to lay the foundations. Why do most generations stop at a certain place because people embraced the result but they didn't embrace the wisdom do you understand that most times you embrace the physical evidence that there is wisdom but you don't embrace the invisible structure of wisdom by wisdom the lord laid the earth's foundations what happened By understanding, Uh, he set the heavens in place. By understanding, he set the heavens. So he didn't just get to creating. He actually began to decide the instruments he would use. So if I'm going to look at it, Pastor Jay's life, if anything is going to come of that life, I'm going to have to bring out certain instruments. If I'm going to look at the banking system, If I'm going to look at the systems of nations and we're going to take over. Are you hearing me tonight though? If we're going to look at the commerce world. We're going to have to have instruments because God brought out instruments in order to create. By wisdom, he laid the earth's foundation with instrument number one. By understanding. Go on. By his knowledge, Uh the watery depths were divided. By his knowledge, he also brought out knowledge. These are instruments. You know you hear in the world, knowledge is power. But I'm telling you, knowledge is an instrument. There are people who fight physically. But there are people who fight with knowledge. God had just overcome Satan in a war. He came, overcame Satan by his free instruments, wisdom. And that's the one I want to park on tonight. The person that he activates when he needs to get to work is the sun. But the sun is wisdom. So it says, by wisdom, I laid the earth's foundation. By understanding what, was, what happened. He set the heavens in place. By his knowledge. The watery depths were divided. He did everything with instruments. He knew how to divide. He knew how to spread economic empowerment across his people. It was knowledge teaching him. Some of the mistakes he had made with Lucifer. I taught him exactly how to divide the next earth. How to set 
the borders of the water. Go and I'm loving this scripture. Go for it. And the clouds let drop the dew. And the clouds, the clouds let drop the dew. So everything you see was put in place by an instrument. Every leader is only as powerful as the instruments he has. Don't remember the statement that used to happen. Um, what was it? Don't come to a don't come to a gunfight with a knife. How did that used to go again? Imagine coming to fight someone with a knife and he has a gun. It's like you're, you're armed with the wrong instrument. Remember what I'm saying? If we cannot reach the nations. We cannot get to the nations until instruments become useful. So I have to actually sit down and ask myself, what is a national? A national is an instrument. You know, somebody that has given up their life, you're going to have to find a definition of instrument for me. Not the percussion one, you know. Not the, it don't come with drums. Someone help with the screen because it's looking funny. I have to think about what a national is. Somebody who has given up their life to be used. As you're finding that definition, Jeremiah 51. <laughs> I love this. Go on. You are my battle axe uh. and weapons of war. He says what? You are my battle axe and weapons of war. But remember, I said God does not war with physical weapons. He wars with wisdom. After he overcame... After he overcame the battle what did he, of the dignitaries, that's it. He then comes to say to you, it's gone back to the other way it was before, by the way. He comes back to say to you, you are my battle axe and weapons of war. You know, this is some of our favorite scriptures. Let me put it plain to you. You are God's instrument. But weapons don't, will lie dormant on the floor unless there's a man to pick them up. The day I swing myself as an axe, that's the day the whole world should be scared. Somebody picks you up in their hand. A man of God picks you up in their hand and turns you and forms you like a blacksmith, refines you like a goldsmith into a weapon. He said, you are my battle axe and weapons of war. For with you, I will break the nation in pieces. He said, with you, I will break the nation in pieces. So I understand now that my life is an instrument. It is not something that I carry around myself. Whatever you did to get to this point is fine. 
But at the, point, at the point you meet the man of wisdom, you realize that at that point, you hand over the steering wheel. He said, Jesus is my driver. God forbid. I know some of you are coming from churches like that. I'm coming from a church like that. There's one song that I shouldn't sing, but I'm going to sing. It makes me upset when I know these things are in my subconscious. Um, how does it go again? Pastor Morris will know this song. Not this. Satan, come off a rodeo. I carry Holy Ghost. I know get break you. If you if I jam you, you go die. Yeah. Now you know I came from real conk background. Some of you don't even know that those songs exist, and you shouldn't. That's what we grew up hearing as a as a child. You're talking about the fact that you don't have a break in your car. People are really praying with that song. If I jam you, you go die. But Satan jammed you and you died. You are my battle. That. It's an instrument of war. Wisdom. What is the war to create? He looked at a platform he wanted to create for man. And he had to employ wisdom. I'm looking at some of you wanting to create platforms. Wanting to create empowerment. But you're using the wisdom, the, the weapon called strength. Not the weapon called wisdom. Remember wisdom, the definition of wisdom was the means in which to create a laudable end. But not anymore. Instrument, definition, and then we, then we fly. That which is subservient to the execution of a plan or purpose. So do you see why you can only be the instrument? Because you serve another man's plan. Imagine the weapon of war going to war and said, I will win this war the way I want. Weapons do not have this. They don't even get to decide how they're used. Weapons are used according to the person holding it. Instruments are used according to the way that men did choose to deploy them. So right around the nations where people are hysterical because nations have weapons of mass destruction. But the nations will be restored simply because God has weapons of mass wisdom. And I'm looking at the people around me and I'm saying, I now have to get myself and yourself into a place where we understand this word on another level so that what God is able to do through this weapon. Remember, the weapon is only used based on how useful it is. You want to bring down a building. Don't take a... <laughs> I don't want to start naming weapons now. Before the the authorities come and just say, we just want to check your house just to make sure that everything is okay. But don't take a handgun to bring down a war. 
I hope that's clear. You take a different weapon. Imagine that there are instruments designed for different purposes. You are my battle axe and weapons of war. He's not talking to one person here because if he was talking to one person, he would have said, and weapon of war. But he said, you are my weapons of war my instruments, everybody for a different purpose. So if a Pastor Oni is in the crypto world and a Pastor Sam is in the governmental world, it is simply because we are two different weapons serving two different purposes. Just the same way if a, if a Pastor Alex goes into the drill world or uh, S-Rose into the drill world is simply because he has created instruments but you see the instrument only achieves what it achieves because he's either been shaped to be useful or is dull. Many times what happens to the man or the, the woman is that the axe is dull. We're going to have to actually go back to the Ecclesiastes and then we'll get to Christ because it says that you have to get to for me the scripture that when it talks about the axe being dull. When the axe is dull, much strength is used. Are you still with me? Let me see your comments if I can. Not mess me up. Are you still with me? still laughing at angels stuff. Did you find it? Let me Okay, go on. Read the scripture then I'll tell you that. Ecclesiastes 10.10 10. If the axe is dull uh -huh. and its edge unsharpened, uh -huh. more strength is needed, uh -huh. but skill will bring success. Now read that in different translations. Remember, mm -hmm. the duller the axe, yeah. the harder the work. The duller the axe, the harder the work. Uh huh. Use your head. Uh -huh. The more brains, the less muscle. I'm looking for the one that says wisdom. If the axe is dull uh -huh. and he does not sharpen its edge, uh -huh. then he must exert more strength. Then he must exert more strength. So you look at one's life and you ask yourself, okay, all this running around, the exertion of strength, what is happening? Axe is dull. He's a weapon of war. He's a weapon of impact. Remember, the war is impact. He's a weapon of impact, but he's dull. So it, you see, God doesn't pick up that weapon because he will need to use more strength in order to cause impact. So he leaves that weapon down and he goes for the weapon that is sharp. He says, the axe, if the axe is dull and he does not sharpen his edge, what happens? Then he must exert more strength. But? But wisdom uh, to sharpen the axe. Wisdom to sharpen the axe. Listen, remember I've already said, what a pastor Sam needs for a pastor Jade is wisdom to sharpen the axe. What a pastor Abba needs in order to lead a family capital is wisdom to sharpen the weapons that are created for impact. Otherwise, 
yes, they were designed in order to create the impact that they're trying to do, but their axe is dull. What a pastor Sam needs for a trendy is wisdom to be able to sharpen the axe. If you can't sharpen the axe, guess what? You're not, be, you're not going to be able to cut down the trees. And what the trees do is it restricts your view. It restricts your view because it's taller than you. So what you have to do is probably climb the tree and that is more effort. So what God says, he's looking for men who have wisdom in order to sharpen axes. So he's not looking at your skill to be able to find a business idea. He's looking at your wisdom to sharpen axes. If you have ability to sharpen the axe, you know how to turn a 2K sower into a 100K sower. That is wisdom that God is looking for. And it is the man with wisdom that will rule by me, wisdom. By me, wisdom, kings reign. It, reigning belongs to wisdom. So he says, but wisdom to sharpen axe helps him succeed. So why do men succeed? They were able to sharpen axes. You only grow as much as your team grows. Everybody with no team is a problem, you know. God will not release certain flow until there's a team. Somebody, you know, the issue about, I have with soul traders, soul traders, you know, he said, I've registered my soul trader business. I said, you're the only one that sees into that business. spend time giving people counter opinion so that they get used to it. You know, as black people, anything that goes against the opinion that is yours is a problem. You know that, right? So, no, 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 no. I know what I'm doing. Have you ever thought that you might not? Because, honestly, this is me, Pisa. I'm 31 years old. Now, and this is totally off topic, but yet the other day, I asked a young lady, she was past Alicia's niece, or I don't know, and I said, What's my name? And she told me, Uncle Sam. At that point, I was very offended. But then, funny for first meditation of the day. It's you that haven't accepted that you've gotten older, though. Like, you're actually at uncle's stage now. Like, a young person's not going to look at you and think, hmm, brother. 15 years old, looking at a 31-year-old, I'm thinking, brother Sam. No. <laughs> so I just feel, that's how, that's how people keep thinking they're young and they're old, you know. Anyway, that's just a, by the way, for, what was I saying? Can't remember. But wisdom to sharpen the axe helps him succeed by me. Wisdom, king's reign. Wisdom. So you got to start before. Counsel is mine. Mm. And sound wisdom. No, no, you got to go, go, where, what is, what is mine? Who is me? Uh-huh. Twelve. I, wisdom, uh, dwell with prudence yes. and find out knowledge of witty invention. Oof. My God. Are you hearing me tonight, though? I think this is for the entrepreneur, you know, honestly. I think this is for the leader. People who are intentional about raising people. 
says, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. He finds out knowledge. He doesn't assume it. He finds out knowledge of witty inventions and the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, uh -huh. pride and arrogancy and the evil way yeah. and the forward mouth do I hate. Yeah. Counsel is mine uh -huh. and sound wisdom. He said counsel. Ability to, for a man to walk into me and tell, and what do I do next? And I tell him, X, Y, Z, counsel is mine. The ability to sit down with politicians and tell them exactly how to run their campaign, counsel is mine. It's wisdom. Spike Nation has been a 17-year campaign that has always been at the front forefront. There's never been a better word than yesterday. Counsel is mine. So stop looking for your political connections and start looking for the man called wisdom. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am? Understand. Uh, I have strength. I have strength. You don't need to deploy strength because you, you just need to deploy wisdom. Wisdom will teach you when to push in certain areas. When to not accept. No, wisdom will teach you. So it says there are things that exist in my cupboard, in my inventory. When you open my own artillery, you will see counsel there. You will see sound judgment there. Understanding exists there. Strength, ability to lift what others cannot lift exists there. What else? By me, kings reign. He said the principalities reign through me. People have built systems based on me, wisdom. They've been able to shut people out and keep people in based on wisdom and princes do what decree justice why do we need to get to wisdom so that we know how to decree justice so that we know how to settle matters of debates um, in the cities and in the nations just the same way like pastor nathan mentioned when we was in norwood we were able to settle the crime rate in Norwood. We were able to reduce the crime rate in Croydon and they don't have to give us our accolades, even though you deserve your accolades. But even though they don't give it to you, it is by wisdom that princes decree justice. So I'm not scared of going to zero or going to this or going to that. I'm not scared of crime in an area because I know that all I need is to possess the one instrument that God uses to wage war, wisdom. If we're going to reach the nations, like look, the young people we send either to do a business or go to uni or do whatever. I'm saying you do, you do it by wisdom. What is wisdom? I need to get to Christ. Christ has been made for us. There's two more scriptures and I'm done. That's number one. Then Colossians chapter two is number two. No, number one is Colossians chapter two. Then Christ has been made for us is number two. Are we ready to worship God tonight? It's a simple. It's a simple thing to understand that there's been a shift. You don't have to be money ready, be nation ready. 
Mission ready is to possess this instrument called wisdom. Without him shaping you and sharpening you into an axe, there will be no impact. The instrument called wisdom. <laughs> By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. Next verse. I think that. By me, princes rule. He said, this one says princes govern. So if I want to be able to govern my territory well, some of you are house leaders, some of you, you, you lead houses, you lead businesses, by me, wisdom, princes govern, and nobles who rule on earth. All who, and nobles, all who rule on earth. So if you're going for rulership, what needs to be in your inventory? What needs to be in your artillery? Wisdom. Wisdom speaks of strategy and structure. There are just some strategies that you look at and say, how, how did he think of this? <laughs> Wisdom. 17. I love them that love me. Ooh. And those that seek me early shall find me. He said, those that do what? Seek me early. Guess what? In the, see in the search for resources, in the search for political power, you will have to encounter wisdom. I'm not going to tell you, you know, things that won't come out of my mouth is like, don't seek for money. Don't seek money. I don't think one, I don't want to ever get it confused. I don't think you should seek money, but in the search for resources, you will encounter wisdom. Especially if it's through the word. If you sit down with the word and you're trying to say to yourself, okay, let me just try and understand just one bit of this word so that I can take my mind to the next level and understand what I have in my hand. I know the only way that a Pastor Trendy will be able to take her stuff to the next level is when she encounters wisdom. I know it. People always people do the same thing and have this and have different results. And you know the question I always ask: What are they seeing that we don't see? Because the thing about the church, usually not this church, by the way, but usually the church is the last to see anything if they ever see. And the reason why I didn't finish this, most of the reason why is because we're so conceited. We, our own opinion matters to us highly. If somebody brings an alternative opinion to you, you say, nah, bro. Nah. Nah, this is the way we're going to do it. No, you know what they, you know one of the things that I, they call it, it said you're subjective, you're not objective. Meaning it's what you think and it's not about the objective view. When somebody brings a counsel, not anybody or don't go and accept counsel from the poor man on the street. But you know somebody brings a counsel and you know this person is a man or a woman of wisdom and, and at that point you're able to say, look at this clearly. Look at this from a view that you haven't seen before. If we're going to meet our targets in that we've set for ourselves for Hope 2022 or for, or for 
Habib or whatever, then guess what? It's going to take an alternative view. Saying that, how do you, everybody is the attacker and you are the one that is being attacked. You know there's people like that, but not tonight. Otherwise, I'll move away from wisdom. Have you found those two scriptures for me? Go for it. Colossians, Colossians 2. 2 uh-huh. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So where is all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hidden? In Christ. He said that in whom all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So when they said come to Christ, right? What they thought we were coming to was an altar to pray and repent and X, Y, Z. But actually there's instruments that God wants to give to you. There's weapons of war that God wants to give to you. Weapons of impact that God wants to give to you to make you the right instrument of impact. If we want to really run a consistent campaign for me as Connect or, or as the nation family, one of the things we must run is an intentional economic campaign. It must be economic. The nation family must run an economic campaign. But what is it going to take? It's going to be in Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. That is what we're looking for. So he says in, in verse 4. I tell you this, yeah. so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. So that nobody deceives you. Where are these instruments hidden? In Christ. You can't find wisdom for what you are trying to achieve. We can talk about, yes, we see our leaders doing well. We see this doing well. We see that. I get that, but I'm looking for where these treasures came from. How does a man come out of jail and he begins to be revamped and sharpened as an axe? There were treasures that were unlocked that actually revamps an unusual kind of man. Remember I told you, what excites me is the instruments that make us overcome the odds. When a man is down and out, how do we then get that man to be revived? There are instruments hidden in Christ. So all of this thing leads back to the sun. Because if you're going to reach nations, guess what you have to do? You have to find the instruments, the right instruments to sharpen the right axis. So in this whole room are axes available, instruments available for impact. But what needs to happen at a certain point is I must go deeper. Not that one that they talk to us about, but I must go more into Christ, more into the word to bring out certain instrument. In Christ is hidden all the treasures. These are treasures, you know, when they go on treasure hunts and they look for instruments that have been lost for years. By me, the things that used 
God used to enable kings to govern. People like Solomon, the wisest king that ever lived, was instruments called wisdom and the treasures of knowledge. These treasures are hidden. They're not found on the surface. So not every man has them. It doesn't matter if every man congregates in the same place. Not every man has this instrument called wisdom and not every man has this instrument called knowledge. What happens to some of us is we go further into Christ and when we get further into Christ, we pick up this instrument called wisdom so you don't get dull. You don't get dull. You become acute at money making the more you get into Christ. You become acute at influencing people. You become detailed. You know how to win a soul. You know how to get your free. My free came. You know how to get it because you've gotten more. And when I say more, I mean you just, you've actually accepted that and settled with the fact that Christ, the word, is your source of information. Said, yeah, but how would that teach me about my current business? Will I not read? Da, 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 da. I'm not saying you will be a dollar. You will know where to read. You will know how to read. And when the information comes at you, you will decode it differently. Have you ever just seen information differently from others? You know, one of the things I've realized because of policies, you know, policies can be written. And for some, they make money. But for some, they don't know how to read it. It's the same with the scriptures. The scriptures actually spoke about a time where he said this book was given to a man who was literate. And he said, help me to interpret this book because I cannot read. It was also given to the illiterate man. And the man could not read it. So it is the same thing with policies and laws. Many people can look at them. But they haven't got the instrument called wisdom to be able to interpret it. If on the construction world, in the construction world, you're able to read something differently because of the instrument of wisdom, guess what happens? You become a multi-millionaire because you read differently. You see differently. You perceive differently. And that's what I want to deliver to you tonight. How do we start our economic campaign for 2022? Where I see some of you grow a certain percentage in financial outcomes it is because you have come to the school of wisdom the word the christ in christ is given or is hidden wisdom can you give me the last scripture so that i can close what is that what are you saying to me first corinthians it is because of him uh, that you are in christ jesus yes who has become for us no so you're gonna have to start 29 who is him uh-huh. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Let me hear you guys. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Okay, so f- not many of us were wise by human standards. Not many of us were influential. Not many of us were noble. 27. But God chose the Uh, foolish things of the world to shame the wise. He chose what was foolish to shame the wise. God chose what? The weak things of the world. Instruments of impact. He chose what was weak, what was dull in the beginning to shame who? 
this strong. Uh-huh. God chose the lowly things of this world yeah. and the despised things. That's why things like 300 will always get my appetite going. Because 300 men will go to war against 30,000. He will choose what looks weak to shame what is strong. It's the things that look dull today. The systems that look weak. Nation family started as a weak system until it started gaining ground. God chose what looked lowly. He brought us from the urban communities. He brought us from places that were not recognized. He chose the lowly things of the world and the despised things. The things that people looked on. The despised things. The things that people say, what can become of this? And the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Are you hearing that? The things that are not to nullify the things that are. What are you an instrument to be? To nullify the things that are. The bank six banking systems that are will be nullified by the things that are currently not. There is not a banking world that Pastor Abba has created yet. But even though it is not there yet, it is she is created to nullify the things that are. Why? So no one uh -huh. may boast before him. Uh -huh. It is because of him yeah. that you are in Christ Jesus, uh -huh. who has become Be for us yeah. wisdom from God. He has become for us the instrument of wisdom it is what I am delivering to you tonight what we did not have we never had resources we never had opportunity from connections all we had was this resource called wisdom with that resource we sharpened the pastor Abba till she became a family head do you understand that we sharpened a pastor Emmanuel till he's able to give a 50k it is what we do. It is sharpening of the axe. We taught the word until we could not teach the word anymore. Then we came to teach again. It is the wisdom of God that makes this house. So what am I commissioning everybody listening to my voice tonight to do? Go and deploy the instrument of wisdom. Don't teach people about business. Teach them about the word. Teach them about the word until they become a sharp axe. That is what we are charged to do. So as we worship tonight, it is a download of wisdom from God. Christ, the Son, the one who reaches nations, downloaded in us. Are you ready? You can take it away.
instruments of impact. That's right. Yes, Jesus. Instruments of impact. That's right. Instruments. It is not from man that we draw our life, uh, yeah. but from God, as we are being joined to Jesus, the anointed one. He said, it is not from man that we draw our life. It cannot be, but from God, as we are being joined to who? God. Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus, the anointed one. And now he is our God-given wisdom. Now he is our God-given wisdom. Because there's two types of wisdoms. There's a wisdom according to this world. But there is a God-given wisdom. And that's what we have in this house. So you can be rest assured that even in the political world, in the financial world, in the music world, there are people with God-given wisdom deployed as instruments of impact in order to be able to make a nullify a system that is today. You are the thing that is not, that will be because of what actually exists on the inside of you. So I'm asking you to look inward. Not drawing help or strength from man but drawing wisdom as we are being joined to Christ so can I leave with this telling you that actually the more I join with Christ the more of an instrument I become let's never mistake this thing the more I join with leadership the more of an instrument I become I think Pastor Kwame said that last week I become more of an instrument because I join more and more so what you need to focus on more is how you join how do you join with leadership 
some ideas are good, but I understand that this guy can or this girl cannot carry out this idea until they become an instrument. Who made this? Who sharpened, who formed this person? Where is he or she coming from? Your opinion cannot yet be valued until we know who shaped you and formed you into an instrument. Or who is shaping and forming you into an instrument. But if you believe that we're going to reach the nations, then get ready to become an instrument. I hope you've been blessed by the word tonight. I think I will allow... That's right. I will allow the Livingstone community to close us out. But let me just see your comments. Let me spend time just speaking to you tonight. Joshua, I saw your message. I will reply. Instruments of impact. When we look at the word tonight, when we look at the words on justice, what God is trying to create is an instrument of impact that can be spread to the nations. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be able to give the word to you. City welfare is an instrument of impact. The more roof is sharpened as an axe via wisdom, the more you reach the nations. Thank you. Instruments. That's right. It's impact based. You will reign, you will rule. You will reign and rule because you are an instrument of impact by wisdom, by me. Wisdom says, kings reign. Princes decree justice. The princes in the house will decree justice because of wisdom. Nation family, the nations, the school of wisdom, a national, a hub, instrument of impact thank you all i love you all